Today is Friday, February 23rd. The title for our devotional is Husbands and Wives. Today we come to the final relationship of the household codes. We've already talked um, about our relation to government, uh, servants' relation to their masters, and now we come to husbands and wives. Many of them mention children in their household codes, but Peter doesn't hear. Instead, he just goes right on to the husband and wife relationship. So I'm not going to preach on this text this week. <laughs> My plan is to preach on it the first week of our conference, uh, where Savannah and I will co-teach the application of this text. Yet, I just wanted to cover the exegesis of it here so that I don't have to that week and I can take a little bit of a break. All right, so, <laughs> like I said, I bit off way more than I can chew this week, but here we go. All right, First Peter uh, 3, 1-7. to Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives, when they see your respectful and pure conduct. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, by submitting to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. And you are her children, if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Okay, so I'm sure you've gotten gotten wind that this is one of the most hotly debated texts in Scripture, especially as it relates to Christian households today and the complementarian and egalitarian conversation and what Christian households are supposed to look like. Again, I will apply this later uh, when Savannah and I preach on it, but for today, I'm just going to kind of walk through the text and uh, explore the text. Remember, Peter here has an eye to contextualizing the Christian life into the Greco-Roman culture. In many ways, he keeps things the same. In others, he undermines the Greco-Roman codes. Even every commonly accepted household code in this day required wives to submit to their husbands. So this is nothing out of the ordinary for what uh, would be written in the first century. To go against this, remember, would greatly upset the social order, and the Romans would have responded harshly as the household was the foundation of their society. The Romans viewed the Egyptian Isis cult as a threat to their society because it permitted a wife to have authority over her husband. All right, so cultural background, there it is. Now let's dive into the text. Peter begins by saying, likewise. So similar to what he told uh, the household servants, wives they are to submit to their husbands and generally keep the household codes of their day. But keeping in mind their allegiance is first and foremost to King Jesus. Again, he deviates from the common household codes by addressing wives. Other household codes in the day would never address wives. They would address the man of the house and talk to him about how to keep his wife and his whole household in order. He also addresses them second. Uh, he addresses slaves first and he addresses wives second and says the second most about them. The husbands he addresses last and he says the least to them. Through their respectful and pure conduct, wives are to seek to win their unbelieving husband to Christ. In this culture, a wife was to believe the same as her husband. That would be expected. So Peter doesn't say that. He leaves room for them to believe differently. Allegiance, remember, to King Jesus, demands that. That if a wife came to believe in Jesus and her husband didn't, that she still owes her primary devotion and allegiance to Jesus, even though everything in the culture says that she should believe what her husband believes. 
But in the other areas, she is to submit to her unbelieving husband in the ways that she can, so as to not upset the social order. He then tells them to value virtues of the heart, like a gentle and quiet spirit, over and against external adornments. Gentle is the same word as Jesus says in the Beatitudes, blessed are the meek. Quiet means without turmoil or at rest in her inner life, and is also used for all Christians in 1 Timothy 2.2. 2. This teaching was similar to both the Greco-Roman teaching and the Jewish teaching of the day. In this context, specifically, a wife attending church on Sunday without her husband would look a little promiscuous. Dressing up could have been viewed as a sign of availability. So, to keep their conduct among the Gentiles above reproach, they are not to adorn themselves lavishly. He points to Sarah, the matriarch of the faith, as an example of this submission. He seems to be drawing here from the Jewish tradition of the Testament of Abraham, rather than any specific text in Genesis, uh, because if you read the story of Abraham and Sarah, it's a mess, right? And Abraham was wrong when he deceived Pharaoh and told him that Sarah was his sister, and God had to intervene and reveal to Pharaoh that Sarah was indeed not his sister, but Abraham's wife. So Abraham screwed up. But anyways, so husbands, he says to live with their wives in an understanding way. Assuming he is speaking to some husbands whose wives were not believers, this again goes against the common teaching of the day. It would be shameful for a husband's wife to not believe as he did, so he would be tempted to treat her harshly in response. This is why he says to live with them in an understanding way, and he unpacks that later when he says to honor them. They are to uh, live with them in an understanding way by honoring them as their wives. So they are to do this by honoring them, and as they are the weaker vessel, that simply refers to the fact that women are generally weaker physically uh, than men, and in this cultural situation, they are generally more vulnerable in their social status as well. Then he reminds men that women are co-heirs with them of the grace of life. In the kingdom of God, men and women, slave and free, are all children of God. They all have an inheritance in heaven as the people of God. See how he's pushing back against a lot of the cultural norms of the day. He then reminds them that if they don't show honor to their wives, their prayers will be hindered. A life of sin leads to hindered prayers. God will seem far from those who are abusing those they are called to love intimately and to know deeply. This is no small thing. In this text, in every text, it's important for us to keep in mind the cultural background as we've been describing. Remember, Peter is concerned with contextualizing the gospel into the Roman culture. Karen Jobs writes in her commentary on this, quote, how ironic it is that the words that first century slaves and wives would have read as affirming and empowering are criticized by some today as enslaving and oppressive, end quote. Yet we can't stretch the cultural background too far either and say that this doesn't apply today. Uh, it wasn't written to us, but it was written for us, right? So we have to know the cultural background, but we also have to uh, extract the meaning of it. He supports his point in the story of Sarah. Um, in other texts, the Apostle Paul, in giving his household code, supports his, this similar teaching in creation and in the relationship to Christ and the church. Um, so, as I said before, this, uh, <laughs> this devotional is already getting long. I just wanted to study the text for today. Uh, again, Savannah and I will teach on this and apply this on the first Sunday of our conference week on March 10th. So, hopefully you can be there for that. Uh, otherwise, this devotional would be probably 15 minutes. 